the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Final hour of the week of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Take us with you wherever you go, iHeartTuneInRadio.com app, the Answer app, available by download at the iTunes and Google Play Store. Aaron, your view of the show is a little different today than it typically is, because I have a big monitor behind me getting ready for the uh, Hugh Hewitt Show broadcast on Tuesday, and you and our uh, esteemed leadership have been diligently working to get this up to Hugh Hewitt Show specifications. How does it look to you? Is it is it past muster yet? Lighting, positioning, all those things? Yeah, I think it can be set up to meet the requirements. I look a little weird when I see myself on camera doing the show. I don't have to watch myself do the show Tuesday, do I? And I just have my monitor on. Do I need to watch myself? Yeah, you don't have to. Why would I want to? I don't know. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's a little creepy to see yourself talking. As you're talking, but uh, I just want you to know I appreciate all your work and uh, you and others who've made this happen, and I'm uh, honored to host for Hugh on Tuesday. Looking forward to that. Uh, Hugh was uh, was here recently for the American Leadership Forum at Genoa. We had a very good evening that night. The Senate primary on the Republican side is going to be highly interesting. I think we're on the cusp of having our television and radio airwaves inundated with a lot of advertising. Bernie Moreno, Mike Gibbons, Jane Timpkin, J.D. Vance. I think they all have ground to make up on the leader at this point is presumed to be Josh Mandel. I heard Ben Shapiro refer yesterday to J.D. Vance and Josh Mandel as candidates for Rob Portman's seat. And he referred to them as being very Trumpy. Uh, that is a lane they willingly carve out. And I don't know if the president, the former president, is going to endorse a candidate in this race. Uh, My sense of Donald Trump is he doesn't go all in on a candidate unless he's absolutely positively sure that candidate is going to win because to endorse a candidate and then have that candidate not win damages Trump's political brand. But I think there's something going on right now that is uh, actually really difficult to follow. And has been in the news for a very, very long time, too long of a time, unfortunately, that not only could but should become the political legacy of Donald Trump. And that is the John Durham investigation of the Russia collusion matter. I'll call it a matter, not a hoax, even though it was a hoax. And we become more certain every day as John Durham turns another page in this, what I think will become a spellbinding uh, read on 
what led our government to spend hundreds of millions of dollars and waste untold amounts of time and energy on an investigation into Donald Trump being a Russian cat's paw that was 100% bogus. What led to that? Well, what led to that, I think, will establish, if historians are fair, and I know they probably will not be, but if historians are fair, someone will be fair, and someone will write the authoritative, actual history of what happened on the Russia collusion matter. And what is becoming more and more obvious that happened is that Hillary Clinton was so bloodthirsty in her desire to be president that she, through back channels and scrubbing of her fingerprints off the bodies, nevertheless supported, if not orchestrated, an effort to delegitimize and, in fact, attempt to remove a duly elected president from office. I know this is hard to follow. I know you're tired of Robert Mueller and Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and James Comey and Andy Rue McCabe and all the names that come and go. And I know you're weary of the walls are closing in. It's a blockbuster revelation. I know you're tired of it. I've got tired of it, too. But you have to stick with this story all the way to the end because the end is what not only exonerates Trump, the end is what could make Donald Trump one of the most consequential presidents in United States history. I thought his tax policy was great. I thought his business policy was great. I thought his immigration policy was great. I thought his peace through strength policy was great. I thought his America First policy was great. None of them were as great or will be as historically significant, in my opinion. If Donald Trump is the guy who, by being the target, of the Clinton campaign and its agents is what precipitated us getting rid of what is very clearly an actually active and rogue deep state. We have to, to preserve our status as a world power, sometimes engage in some really dirty, unsavory business when dealing with foreign actors and adversaries. It's just the way the sausage is made. You can't always fight super fair when you are dealing with China that wants to steal all our trade secrets and Russia that wants to do anything possible, legal or illegal, moral or immoral, to compromise us as a world power. But you have to, have to draw the line on those kinds of things when the target is a duly elected American president. You cannot cross that line. No matter how noble you think your cause is, you cannot do that. But that is what it appears the FBI did, the CIA did, with John Brennan, with James Comey, They falsified FISA warrants. They changed documents. They hired people to say the things they wanted to hear. And this name you heard yesterday, Igor Danchenko, 
He's like a bad guy out of the FX series The Americans. He's willing to say whatever Carter Page wanted to hear. Excuse me, whatever Christopher Steele wanted to hear. See, I, even I get confused with the name. Christopher Steele, bad guy. Carter Page, good guy. Christopher Steele, the guy who wrote the dossier about the Trump sordid activities with Russian prostitutes. Where did that come from? It came from Igor Dechenko. Why did it come from Igor Dechenko? Because the checks kept coming to Igor Danchenko. The more fanciful and indictable his fictional stories of Trump's activity with Russia became. And the ties, the links, the associations of Danchenko and Steele and others are inextricably entwined with the Clinton campaign and Clinton associates. And I know there will be those who will say, well, you just can't have the wife of a former president imprisoned behind bars. That wouldn't be good for our republic. No, I think that would be very good for our republic. Because nothing would be better for our republic than to show that no one is above the law. No one is above the law. Hillary Clinton is not possibly innocent on this. Because it is not plausible that these kinds of things could happen without her knowing about them or without her being accountable for not knowing about them. Because much like it was appropriate for Richard Nixon to resign because of what his henchmen did with Watergate, you are always, when at the top of the chain, responsible for the activities of the people under you in the chain. And so Donald Trump doesn't need to be president again in 2024. I don't want him to try to be president again in 2024. I want him to function as a president emeritus in 2024 and to be a kingmaker and to get behind whoever runs as the party's nominee. And that way he won't enliven the left and perhaps become, who knows, the victim of another strange, strangely conducted election, or he won't become another president who they'll try to dream up another scenario to get rid of. Donald Trump, for the good of the country, needs to not run again, but he is 100% justified in expecting this investigation by John Durham to go all the way to the end and expose every dirty trick. You think about all Trump got accomplished in his four years as president, while every major faction in government, in media, in academia, was pushing back against him. His achievements are remarkable. And for all he did with jobs and all the other good things, nothing will be more consequential than if this duplicitous plot by the Clintons and the left to undermine Trump's election is exposed and we can eradicate the forces who birthed it from our government. It is essential, essential to the survival of our country. Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 The Answer. I played for you the other day the soundbite of Joe Biden saying it was garbage. 
that immigrants would be getting, illegal immigrants, would be getting $450,000 a piece. Well, well, may not be garbage. I'll play you uh, the latest on that. But first, I want to talk to Dan in Columbus. Hey, Dan, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful, Dan. Good. I, uh, I felt compelled to call in. I, I don't think I've ever called into a radio show this morning. But what you were discussing in your last segment is like right down the middle what I was discussing with my wife this morning. And I just kind of we were talking about local school board races and, and, and things like that. And the, the, the conversation went to Donald Trump. And I voted for him twice. And frankly, if he gets the nomination, I'll vote for him again. Uh, I hope he doesn't get the nomination for, you know, the reasons that kind of you had discussed. But regardless, I was saying to, to, to my wife, I'm always going to appreciate Donald Trump for, for, for what he did. And that specifically was shine a light where maybe a lot of people did not know that things were in the dark and exposing, like you say, the deep state and just, uh, you know, the, uh, the administrative state and how um, – how the objectives of that whole entity, mess, whatever you want to call it, really do not align with the electorate, yep. uh, at, at least my part of the electorate. Yep. But I'm, I'm always going to appreciate him for that because even though I don't agree with him on a lot of issues, specifically a lot of things that happened in 2020, I just don't know if the country gets there without – a force of nature like Donald Trump and his personality. No, I think you're 100% right. And I think, too, sometimes, Dan, what we do is we suffer from a limited imagination. Because you sound like a patriot. You sound like somebody who believes in the foundations of our country, the tenets, the principles, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. And we all assume, because we're all in on those things, maybe because our parents fought in the military, maybe because we did, maybe because we just have a clarity and understanding of how fortunate we are to be raised in this country, we don't have it in our frame of reference that anybody could view our country and say, well, the bad outweighs the good. And we don't have it on our frame of reference that there'd be a justification for just this one time I'm going to step over the line, just this one time I'm going to uh, falsify a document to get a FISA warrant because it's really, really important that we stop Donald Trump. We can't survive Donald Trump. That's when you really have to check yourself because this country can survive everything but the very thing you think you have to do to eliminate the threat that you perceive. The real threat is losing touch with your values and principles. The real threat is compromising your integrity to accomplish something that is not within the bounds of propriety. I've used this example before. I share it with you because many of you may have seen it, and also because I think it perfectly encapsulates what I'm talking about. In the old TV series MASH, which was set in the Korean War on a on a mobile army surgical hospital at the front line where the fighting was. The main character uh, was played by Alan Alda, was Hawkeye Pierce. He was a surgeon, and he deplored the carnage of war. Understandably so. He was fixing uh, young boys' bodies that were torn by bombs and all kinds of awful, despicable, horrible things. And there was a general who came in one time who was 
willing to sacrifice lives to gain a few hundred yards of a hill. And this graded against the Alan Alda character, the surgeon Hawkeye Pierce's sensibilities. And he thought, if I could only get rid of this general and his mindset, the next general will be better. The next general couldn't possibly be worse than this one I'm getting rid of. So he gave him something in a drink that he served him that made the general think that he was, well, the general reacted in pain. And it was nothing more than just, you know, gastric distress. But Hawkeye said, oh, your appendix has to come out. Well, another doctor heard this and knew what Hawkeye was doing. He said, you can't, you can't cut out a guy's perfectly healthy appendix. That's against your code, your integrity as a doctor. And the Hawkeye Pierce character responded, I'm going to get this guy off the front line, and I don't care what it takes. I'm going to violate my Hippocratic Oath. I'm going to violate my do-no-harm edict. Because I'm going to get rid of this guy because I'm going to save young boys' lives. And so he did. He operated. He took the guy's appendix out. And he walked back into the tent where his partner, B.J. Honeycutt, the other doctor, lived. And B.J. had refused to assist him during the surgery because he said, I'm not going to be a part of this. I'm not going to be a part of you degrading and compromising your own integrity in the, in the effort to serve your misguided interests. So Hawkeye comes back in the tent, and he tosses his surgical mask on the bed. And B.J. says, so how did it go? And Hawkeye says, of the general's appendix, it was pink and it was perfect and I threw it in the scrap bucket. And just then you hear the whir of helicopter blades and the announcement over the PA, incoming wounded. And you can see how much this crushes Hawkeye because he thinks the last thing I have energy for right now is to go back in the operating room. And BJ looks at him and he says, you treated a symptom. The disease goes merrily on. The people who tried to undermine Trump's election thought they were treating a disease. Instead, what they were doing is they were the symptom of a disease. We can survive bad presidents. We've got one now. We've got a horribly bad president now. We can survive it. I don't want him removed from office by created means. And their attempt to do that to Donald Trump was more of a threat to our republic than Donald Trump ever could be. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.